The Sermons of St. Francis de Sales for Advent and Christmas. Sermon 1. St. John the Baptist Sends His Disciples to Jesus. Sermon for the Second Sunday of Advent, December 6, 1620. Are you he who is to come, or are we to look for another? Matthew chapter 11, verse 3. Today's Gospel, Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 to 10, is divided into three parts. The first treats of how St. John, while imprisoned for the truth, sent two of his disciples to our Lord to learn whether he was the promised Messiah or whether they were to look for another. The second concerns the Savior's response to them. And the third concerns what is said of St. John after the departure of his disciples. It is truly amazing that our ancient fathers, though so discerning and so insightful in explaining and developing even the most obscure difficulties presented by Holy Scripture, nevertheless find themselves wondering how to understand the first part of today's Gospel, that St. John, who knew our Lord, nevertheless sent his disciples to learn if he were that great prophet, that promised Messiah, or if they should look for another. For, they ask, since St. John certainly knew that he was indeed the Messiah, why does he send someone to ask him that? There is no doubt that he knew that the one to whom he sent his envoys was truly the Messiah, for he knew him while he was still in his mother's womb, and there is no saint with a more penetrating knowledge of the mystery of the Incarnation than this glorious St. John. He was Our Lady's pupil. He was sanctified by the dear Savior of our souls when Our Lady went to visit her cousin Elizabeth. He surely knew him from that moment, and leaping with joy in his mother's womb, he adored him and consecrated himself to his service. He was his precursor and announced his coming to the world. It was he who baptized him, who saw the Holy Spirit descend as a dove on him, and who heard the voice of the Father saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. It is he who pointed him out in these words, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Thus he indeed knew our Lord, and never wavered in the least regarding who he was, and in his belief and certitude of his coming. Then why, ask our ancient fathers, does John, while in prison and hearing of the great prodigies and miracles wrought by our Divine Master, send his disciples to learn who he is, and whether it is he who is to come, or if they are to wait for another? Certainly they all unravel the difficulty admirably. And if I wanted to relate to you their many and varied opinions on this topic, it would take too much time, and rob us of that which we wish to use for our instruction. I shall pause only long enough to give what two of our greatest doctors, St. Hilary and St. Chrysostom, say about it. These holy fathers say that we do not ask questions always to learn something, or because we are ignorant of what we ask. There are many other purposes and reasons for our questions. Otherwise the Divine Majesty would never have asked any question, since he knows everything and cannot be ignorant of anything whatsoever. He penetrates the inmost depths of the heart, and there is nothing, however secret or hidden, that is not most clear and manifest to that divine wisdom. 
That is what the royal prophet David says in his psalm. O Lord, my path and my lying you have searched out. As if he said, Though I am shrewd as a fox, nevertheless you penetrate all my shrewdness. Though I have been like a stag that has run and leaped through impenetrable thickets, surrounded by thorns and briars, you are the divine hunter, who has nevertheless observed all my progress and my traces. You saw from afar where I was, for your eyes see and penetrate everything. What shall I do to conceal myself from you? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If like the break of day and the beautiful dawn I fly over the waters, you will be there sooner than I. I cannot escape from before your face. What shall I do then, Lord? From this it is clear that God knows all things, and yet he has asked many questions of people. His divine providence asked these questions for three different reasons. First, in order to make them confess their sins. He did this when Adam transgressed his commandment. He called him, saying, Adam, where are you? And demanded of our first mother Eve what she had done. It was certainly not because he did not know where Adam was or the act of disobedience that he had committed. The Lord questioned him in order to make him acknowledge his fault so that he might pardon him. And instead of confessing it, that miserable man threw the blame on his wife. Because he did not confess his sin, he, with all his posterity, was chastised by God. Some of the fathers hold that if when God called him he had confessed his sin, the Lord would have pardoned him and would not have chastised him with the scourge with which he punished him with all his descendants. But inasmuch as he did not do so, we remain stained with the sin of our first parents and are consequently subject to the penalty that he drew upon himself. The second reason why the Divine Majesty poses questions to men is to enlighten them or instruct them on what concerns the mysteries of faith, as he did in the case of the two disciples on the way to Emmaus. Appearing to them in the guise of a pilgrim, he asked them what they were talking about, questioning them and enlightening them on the doubt they were experiencing concerning his resurrection. He did not then ask them about their conversation because he was ignorant of what they were speaking, but rather so that by confessing their ignorance and their doubts, they might be instructed and enlightened. The third reason why questions can be asked is to provoke love. For example, Magdalene, after the death and passion of our Lord, went to anoint and embalm his sacred body. Finding the tomb opened, she wept bitterly. She saw two angels there. They asked her, Woman, why are you weeping? Alas, she replied, because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Then going a little further, she came upon our Lord in the guise of a gardener. He questioned her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Certainly it is no surprise that the angels were puzzled to see Magdalene weep, still less that they asked her why, for they do not know how to weep. Knowing that human nature is subject to tears, our dear Savior asks this woman why she is weeping. And why, Lord, do you ask her? Do you not know very well the cause of her sorrow and for what she is searching? 
Surely he knew all this quite well. It was not to find out that he questioned her, since all things are most clear and manifest to him. But this dear Savior of our souls posed such and similar questions to elicit ejaculatory prayers and acts of love and union. Therefore, we do not always ask questions only because of ignorance, to know or to find out something, but for different reasons. So the glorious St. John did not send his disciples to our Lord to find out whether or not he was the Messiah, for he had no doubt about that. He had three reasons for sending those disciples to Jesus. First, to make him known to the whole world. He had already spent time preaching his coming, his miracles, and his greatness to his disciples. Now he wanted them to see him whom he had announced to them. Surely, to make God known should be the principal aim of all doctors and preachers. Teachers and those who govern and have charge of souls ought neither to seek nor to obtain anything but this, that he whom they preach and in whose name they teach may be known to everyone. That was this glorious saint's wish. The only sign by which God may be found and known is God himself. At our Savior's birth, the angels sought out the shepherds and announced to them his coming, singing in a wonderfully pleasing melody these sacred and oft-repeated words, Gloria in excelsis Deo. But to confirm the miracle they had made known to them, they said, Go see him, and then you will believe and hold for certain what we announce to you. For there is no means nor certain sign for finding God, but God himself. This is why our glorious saint, after having long preached to his disciples the coming of our Lord, now sends them to him, not only that they may know him, but still more, that they may make him known to others. The second reason he sent them was this. He did not want to draw disciples to himself, but only to his teacher, to whose school he now sends them, so that they might be instructed personally by him. For what else was he suggesting in this sending but this? Although I teach and preach to you, it is not to attract you to myself, but rather to Jesus Christ, whose voice I am. Learn from him whether he is the promised Messiah or whether you are to look for another. By this John meant, I am not content to assure you that it is he whom we await. I am sending you that you may be instructed by him personally to that effect. Surely, doctors and preachers, teachers of novices, and those who have charge of souls have done something worthwhile only to the extent that they have sent their disciples and those in their care to our Lord's school to be plunged into his sea of knowledge. They were successful only to the degree that they urged and persuaded others to seek out our dear Savior to be instructed by him personally. This is what the great apostle meant in writing to the Corinthians. My little children, whom I have conceived and won for Jesus Christ amidst so many pains, fatigues, and labors, and for whom I have suffered so much anguish and torment, I assure you that I did not teach you so as to attract you to myself, but only so as to draw you to my Lord Jesus Christ. This has been taken from 
The Sermons of St. Francis de Sales for Advent and Christmas, translated by Nuns of the Visitation, and edited by Father Louis S. Fiorelli, OSFS. Published in 1987 by Tan Books and Publishers Incorporated, Rockford, Illinois, and aired with permission of the publisher. This book may be purchased online at www.tanbooks.com or by calling toll-free 1-800-437-5876.